Yo, what is the up, skis, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. This is episode 47, and this is the weekly recap show where I go through all of the major wrestling programs in WWE and AEW and give you the recap, let you know what's going on in all those companies, let you know if there's any good matches that you should probably go out of your way and check out, and if the shows are good enough to watch in their entirety, I will let you know about that as well, but not everybody has all the hours in a week to watch all of the wrestling that is out there, but... I do, so uh, I will let you know how uh, how the wrestling is going. So, as always, we will kick off the show with Monday Night Raw. They were in Providence, Rhode Island this week. I believe there was a Peter Griffin in the crowd. We will, I will, I noted it somewhere. I'm pretty sure he is there. But show kicks off with Edge. He calls out Finn Balor yet again. Finn Balor and the Judgment Day arrive. Edge calls them the Adams family. I mean, that was. That was some good stuff. I even well done. That made me giggle. That's a thumbs up. Edge says this this can only end one way at WrestleMania. In hell in a cell, or as I always call it with my wife, hell in a smell. <laughs> it's an inside joke. Uh, my if my wife listens to this, she would giggle. Uh, Finn Balor accepts the match. Judgment Day come down and beat down Edge. Dexter Loomis and Johnny Gargano, oh, and Candice LeRae, they all come out for the save. And uh, I'm interested in this. I mean, not only is the Hell in a Cell, that is a huge addition for the WrestleMania card right there. That's going to be fantastic. I honestly thought they were going to go TLC. I, I, I'm I, good with a Hell in a Cell. Would have preferred a TLC in my, for, for my, me personally. Just love anything with a ladder is great. But they could pull out a ladder in the Hell in a Cell. Anyway... I'm curious if uh, Finn Balor is going to pull out the demon here. It's been a long time. They semi-teased it, but not really. Uh, I'm just curious. Like, I'm not even that big of a fan of the demon over the course of his WWE career. I mean, prior to that in the indies when he was Prince David or Devitt, whatever. All cool. The beginning of the of the demon in WWE was really cool. Then it got overused and it kind of got lame. And then they like murdered it at SummerSlam when he lost to Roman Reigns, I think, when he fell off the ropes. Like, oh boy. But is it time to pull out the, the Finn Balor demon again at WrestleMania? I mean, why not? It's WrestleMania. Like, do it, man. It's WrestleMania. Like, let's do it. Anyway, it was a pretty solid segment right here. But I am the most curious. I, I think that's a fantastic addition, man. Hell in a Cell at WrestleMania. It's been, uh, I think the last one we saw was Undertaker and Shane McMahon, if I'm not mistaken. But I could very well be mistaken. Moving on. We have a tag team match now, player. It is Dom and Damian Priest with Rhea Ripley versus Johnny Gargano and Dexter Loomis with Candice LeRae. So they just fought a little bit. Now they're going to have a match. My cat is screaming. Uh, Rhea slams Candice on the barricade, makes some kissy faces at Loomis. That was nice. Damien hits a head kick and a choke slam on Loomis for the W. Solid, pretty standard tag team match right here. Cutting off Gargano, and then you get the hot tag for Dexter Loomis. Bad guys cheat the win. Pretty standard stuff. Nothing much to say about this. Now we move on to The Miz. He is asked if he would consider a co-host for WrestleMania. Yeah, but before he can tell us who it is, he gets interrupted by Trish Stratus getting her ass beaten down by damage control. Oh, God damn it. I hope they're going for LA Knight. Yeah, because, dude, he's he's got to be the co-host. I think he should be the main host. No offense, Miz, but it's Hollywood and it's LA Knight. I mean, come on now. 
Now we got Almost wearing a very bold turtleneck for his face-to-face with Brock Lesnar. I think turtlenecks, turtlenecks, not turtlenets, those aren't cool. Turtlenecks, I think, are undercover, starting to come back into fashion. I wore one once when I was like seven, fucking hated it. Moving on. Crowd is holy shitting for this. I'm a little bit shocked. Providence, Rhode Island, what the hell y'all doing right now? We have to unify as a universe to shit all over this almost versus Brock Lesnar match. No one wants this, but apparently you guys are holy shitting. Uh, uh, Is it for the turtleneck? I don't know. Almost shows him his big old hand. They shake hands, but almost... Uh, won't let go, almost then struggles to toss Brock Lesnar over the ropes, and Brock leaves in anger. Uh, wow, that was uh, absolutely terrible, just as expected, thumbs down. And man, I have no idea um, how they're going, to, what they're going to do for this match at WrestleMania, but I do have a suggestion as to how they can make this like legitimately awesome, so... Dana White is at it again with the power slab thing, they just had their first pay-per-view... I would love, I would actually pay money to watch Omos versus Brock Lesnar in a power slap. Come on. Who doesn't want to see, I think Brock Lesnar could take a slap, and I think Brock Lesnar has the power to knock out Omos with a slap. I would love to see it. Anyway, that's my suggestion of of a way to make it palatable to watch this at WrestleMania. Otherwise, it's going to be fucking terrible. Anyway, we, we move on. It is Cody Rhodes now versus LA Knight. Yeah. Peter Griffin, there he is. We, we get a good look at Peter Griffin in the front row. I believe they even address him on commentary. Well done, well done. He really does look like Peter Griffin there, so good job. Cody hits a Cody Cutter and a crossroads for the quick W right here. Just a fluff-up match for Cody to make him look good going into WrestleMania. Um, crowd was really hot for him. They, lo- they love Cody Rhodes. Cody uh, cuts a inhale-heavy promo. I mean, if you haven't seen those... Um, those little things on YouTube with the absolutely no words where they take like an old eighties promo from Hulk Hogan and they just take out all the words and it's just him going, (gasps) it's the funniest shit. They could do that very, very well with this Cody Rhodes promo. I just couldn't get over how much he was inhaling. It was a lot, but he was really fired up. It was a good promo, but goddamn, I don't like promos cut after a match when they're, they're, they're winded, man. Like, goddamn, it's a match. Anyway, he tells Heyman he can do whatever he wants, and it's always always been personal between them. It was a great promo, though. I will give him a thumbs up. Just catch your breath, though, bro. Damn. Now, Seth Rollins is getting interviewed by Byron. Miz shows up to rub in Seth getting uh, knocked out last week by Logan Paul. Corbin shows up. He's being super-duper desperate to get attention. Challenges Seth to a match. An okay segment. Now we got Elias with Rick Boogs, Boogs taking his notes, which I love, versus Bronson Reed. Well, this was going to go well. Elias gets absolutely squashed. Like, at least Boogs was taking notes. I I enjoy that very much, but um, uh, <laughs> I guess I think maybe they should do Boogs going in now, and then he should start winning, and that should piss off Elias, and then maybe they can get into a rivalry. That could be fun. And uh, now we got Chad Gable. He is passing out missing flyers for Otis backstage. Shoosh! Pretty funny. Just quick little thing right there. I love Chad Gable, man. Super underrated. And we got Kevin Owens. He is getting interviewed. Says he wishes Sammy the best, but he wants absolutely nothing to do with the drama between him and the bloodline, all that nonsense. Kevin doesn't want help from anybody, not Sammy, not Cody Rhodes. Uh, tonight in his street fight, he wants to do it all alone in a pretty all right promo. Not the best, but not bad. 
Now backstage, Austin Theory is getting chirped by the Street Profits. Theory fires back saying he never fails at anything. I mean, dude, are you serious right now? That's straight up baloney. What about your cash-in for the United States Championship that you blew, you freaking you frickin' goof? Good segment, though. Thumbs up. Pretty funny. Austin Theory now fights Angelo Dawkins in a, in a match. Dawkins immediately losing his headband and his backup headband, bro. Like, you gotta go do-rag or you just gotta go no headband, Dawkins. I don't know what to say, man. Like, you're, you're rocking two headbands. The backup failed within 30 seconds. I mean, you just gotta go, you gotta go headbandless. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Theory hits a big left hand and A-Town down for the W right here. Really solid match. Theory attacks Dawkins after the bell. Montez runs down for the save. I mean, Montez, dog, you should have been out there in the first place. It's Austin Theory. Austin Theory. We know he's going to get up to some baloney, some shenaniganery after the match. So, but whatever. It is what it is. Now, Paul Heyman is going off backstage. He's just venting, going off about Cody Rhodes and Kevin Owens. Heyman announces Roman will meet him face-to-face next week. Good stuff from Paul Heyman right here. I always, I, I get confused though when like they'll have a segment and it'll be like, oh, this guy's going to be here next week. I mean, that's kind of a slap in the face to the live crowds. Like, oh, here's our biggest superstar and he'll be here not, not for you, but next week. I think those things, they should not have that playing for the live crowd. That should be something that they're just playing for the TV crowd. Anyway, just a little detail that bought it, that bothered me. Now we got a 2023 Hall of Fame inductee. It is Rey Mysterio again. He returns uh, to Raw. The crowd is super dupey, super dupey, super duper happy to see him. Rey talks a little bit until Dom Mysterio, his son, interrupts him yet again. Crowd, what's Dom Mysterio into the Shadow Realm? He does a decent job at fighting his way out of it. Anyway, he's he's complaining about being a rich kid. You know all those stupid complaining things like, oh, I I wanted, I think he said he wanted a BMW or Maserati and got a Beamer instead. Like, shut the fuck up, Dom. Finally, Dom uh, gets to challenge Ray to a match at WrestleMania and Ray Mysterio says, no. God damn it. Stop saying no. I want it. Freaking John Cena said no. We got it though. And then Ray says no. Will we get it? Anyway, I boo, boo about this. God damn it. Boo. Dom berates his own papi yet again. Ray keeps his cool and just walks away. I mean, come on, just give me, give me what I want. Just give it to me. Rhea Ripley and John Cena do a Stranger Things parody. It was fine. I mean, in in comparison to the ones that they did for WrestleMania 20, trash. But in standards of what they've, the two that they've done prior to this, not bad. Uh, No John Cena visible in it. He was just a voice. But uh, I could tell that was John's voice. You can always tell. Now the Miz, he joins commentary to watch Baron Corbin versus Seth frickin' Rollins. Seth tosses Corbin into the Miz on commentary. We get a big old tumble for them. That was pretty funny. Seth uses Miz to stomp Baron for the W. Pretty fine match. Again, nothing special, just standard stuff. Uh, Chad Gable continues his search for Otis. He finds him all oiled up, getting his photos taken with the models. Oh no. Gable gets called a goblin and breaks a camera with his ick. I mean, yo, this shit was actually pretty funny. I I like the models right here. Calling him a goblin, straight up hilarious. The ick thing, I liked it. All right, all right, models. And um, the Chad Gable stuff, the Alpha okay, I like this. This is pretty funny. Not bad. Thumbs up. I'll give it a thumbs up. Now we got Bianca Belair versus Chelsea Green with Carmella. 
Mella helps out a bit throughout the match, but Bianca rallies. I man, I cannot speak today. Bianca rallies back, hits the KOD for the W. Solid match. Chelsea was. I was. It was nice to see her in the ring. I don't think I've seen her in the ring yet in the WWE, but uh, she, pretty darn good. Not bad at all. Mella and Green beat down Bianca after the bell. This summons Asuka. She runs down for the save. Uh, Mella leaves poor Chelsea <laughs> for dead in the ring. She eats a nice head kick. She's down. I laughed. I thought that was pretty funny. Thumbs up for that. So that's maybe that's like a little bit of the beginning of a of a of a rivalry between Carmella and um, Chelsea Green. I hope not. I really like them as best friends. But anyway, Asuka starts being really weird. She uh, takes Bianca's title belt, starts dancing around, starts spewing the blue from her mouth, and uh, she just leaves. Okie dokie then. Uh, I'm not really getting hyped up for the storyline around this match. It's just not doing a thing for me. I don't really like the new gimmick here for Asuka. I just want her to kick ass. Like, stop fucking spewing blue gusher out of your mouth. I don't care, but I still hope the match is going to be good. Now we move on to the main event. It is Solo Sokoa versus Kevin Owens in a street fight. Kevin pulls out a table, and Solo puts it right back under the ring. I mean, oh my god, the ultimate heel move. I love that shit. Fucking thumbs up. Kevin Owens sets up six chairs like a table, since Solo won't let him put up a real table. He has to make one out of chairs. Uh, It backfires Solo and him and Kevin fighting on the top rope. Solo throws Owens onto the chairs. I mean, that's painful as hell. (laughs) That was never going to be a pleasant fall, but well done. Thumbs up for that. Fight goes to the backstage where the Usos are waiting for Kevin Owens with a super kick to the face. Bloodline beat down Kevin. Uh, Solo hits a nasty spike to the throat and wins the match. Kevin's selling the spike hard. He's spewing this like brown stuff out of his mouth. That's just freaking gross. But a good fight here. Kind of predictable that the Usos were going to get involved at some point. But uh, the way that they got introduced just kind of surprised Kevin and myself, honestly, a little bit. Just kind of waiting there backstage. I like that. Well done. 7 out of 10. Good fight. But the show overall, a bit of a copy and paste overall. Uh, The usual bloodline interference, Kevin still being stubborn, and Dom still uh, teasing his dad. I'm waiting for this match. I want it. Give it to me right now. And like I said at the beginning there, that the Hell in a Cell edition for WrestleMania, that's huge. That should be a fantastic match. Could steal the show. It could be a dud. Really curious to see if they're going to pull out Finn, Bal- uh, Finn Balor with the Demon. I'm thinking no because he's a, because he's a heel. If he pulls out the the Demon, it's uh, I don't know if that's going to work out so well. But eh, if they do it, they do it. If they don't, I wouldn't be surprised. Show was fine overall. Give it a 6 out of 10. Now we move on to NXT 2.0. Johnny Wrestling cuts a promo. He wants to finish his story in NXT against Grayson Waller. Now, Waller is shown live streaming, creeping around Johnny Gargano's legitimate home. Johnny runs off super duper concerned. Oh, boy. And we got Pretty Deadly versus Gallus for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Pretty Deadly toss Wolfgang over the announce table. Booker T gets ever so slightly taken out. He's okay, though. He's all right. He's fine. Pretty Deadly distract the ref. Got a cheap shot with the title belts. Near fall right there. Gallus nails their cool finisher. It's like a flying knee twist slam thing. I don't know. It was pretty nicely done. I like that. They pin and retain their championships in a good match right here. I 
I like Gallus quite a bit and Pretty Deadly. They're the comedians in there. I wish, like, they're good in the ring. I just wish they would, like, turn up the wrestling a little bit more here and there. But I like the chemistry between the two teams and I like the match. Seven out Now we got uh, Fallon Henley and Briggs. They sneak into Kiana's office looking for evidence that she's cheating on Brooks. Uh, Briggs here is wearing a ghillie suit. I really like that. That's fantastic. That's a thumbs up. Uh, They find some sketchy evidence. She is hanging out with someone called Sebastian. Oh, so we'll have to wait a little bit later on. But they found something. And HBK has an announcement. Roxanne Perez has been released from the hospital, so she passed out after her match last week. She's uh, she's okay. A tournament is made uh, to qualify for the women's championship in some sort of ladder match. Uh, I don't know. Details were a little bit weird. I'm not sure if they're qualifying to get into a ladder match to fight for the title or qualify to get into a ladder match to win that to get a chance to fight so i don't know something like that anyway there's going to be a ladder so i'm i'm excited speaking of excited we got sol ruka versus zoe starks for the ladder qualifying match thing they just talked about so uh ruka hits a lovely moonsault to the outside on zoe and she sticks the landing i mean fuck makes my knees quiver when they do that shit but thumbs up beautifully done uh, Zoe recovers quickly, nails the flipping knee. Great sell there for Ruka and a big old win for Zoe Stocks. Good match. Ruka getting grinded down throughout this match. An impressive comeback throughout, but she can't get the big win. 7 out of 10. Good match. Now, uh, oh boy, he's back, everybody. He's back. It's Scripps. He's uh, he's doing his weird videos again, trying to cover up his voice. We all know it's you, Reggie. Just, just stop it. We got a three-way... Uh, tag team match or triple threat tag team match Albafire and Dawn versus Paxley and Nile versus Carter and Chance so Paxley straight up just abandons her partner Ivy Nile mid-match then attacks her like whoa holy shit Dawn hits a backstabber and then a swanton bomb from fire for the win so I really like that combination uh, finisher right there I mean love the backstabber love a swanton bomb why not combine it fantastic Short but sweet match right here. I wish it was longer. Fast pace. Could have used more time, like I said, to showcase the, the talents of everybody in here. I thought they were doing really good. If you gave them another five minutes, would have been a really good match. Braun Breaker is met by the Don and Stacks with a proposition. They could take out Carmelo for him. Braun goes off with a bunch of these Italian-related media stereotypes talking about, fuck, I don't know, Sopranos and all that stuff. Uh, it was semi-entertaining. He was trying really, really hard, though. <laughs> uh, but uh, they ain't. Uh, he ain't interested in the help from the Don and Stacks. So the, they're a little bit disappointed from that. So I imagine they're they're gonna attack him at some point. Now we got Ilya Druganov. He is talking trash about my boy JD McDonough. Hey, you better watch yourself, Ilya. JD comes out to defend his honor. They exchange words. A wild headbutt is thrown by JD. It misses, and the fight is on. Uh, good segment right here. I continue to just uh, f- just frothing at the mouth to watch this match. I just want these two to get going. It's going to be intense. I can... Oh, it's going to be intense. Oh, baby. Thumbs up for this segment. We got Pretty Deadly. They suggest that they be the hosts of Stand and Deliver. I mean, yeah, sure, they're very entertaining. That that could go well. I'm not really big on the hosting thing all that much. Most of the time, it's just unnecessary. I remember when Shotzi was doing it a couple times there. She was honestly pretty awful at it, but pretty deadly could be good. 
We got Mr. Chase. He's explaining to Duke that Chase U is more than just winning. It's for growing and learning as human beings and all that stuff. Duke is confused by this. So Ava Rain is creeping in the back. She leaves a mask for Duke. Uh, that's just that's just nasty. I don't want that. Uh, if Duke joins up with the dyad or whatever the fuck, that's just whatever, man. I. I know he's eventually going to betray the Chase U that's kind of been in the cards ever since he joined, but you're going to leave them for schism? Like, ugh, I don't know about that. Now we got an open challenge. The the brawl begins. Axiom makes it out of the scrum, like he says, but he gets stopped by Scripps. What the heck, Reggie? Lee goes Superman dive on everybody. I mean, that... That was a fantastic dive. <laughs> I love it. Made me laugh just the way that he did the Superman pose with the hang time. That's fantastic. Thumbs up for that. So at stand and deliver, it will be four random superstars and an open challenge for the North American Championship. All right, that sounds pretty fucking wicked. So I'm guessing that scripts and um, Axiom should be. I guess I would imagine are locks for this because they're pushing scripts and and stuff but we'll see how that goes it sounds like it'll be a fucking hell of a match uh dragon we uh dragon we are you fucking kidding me no not dragon we it is dragon lee he is welcome to nxt by mckenzie and then she moves on to interview jc jane who has her arm in a sling and she's asking her about losing to Gigi. that's just what the hell are you doing man like why would you ask someone about uh, like a loss like that's just never gonna go well um it looks like, uh, though, that JC Jane might be gone for a bit right here. That's kind of what they were teasing. I don't know if she's actually hurt or not, but it, that's kind of the vibe I got out of that interview. Now we got Apollo Crews versus Dabakato. So these two used to be former friends, and then Dabakato returns and then attacked Apollo. So now they're finally having a match. We get a nice deadlift angle slam and a splash from Apollo Crews. That's a thumbs up. I love the angle slam, and ooh, ooh, love that. Kato slams Cruz onto the steps, then a nice choke bump to pick up a big W right here for the big man. Impressive performance uh, for Dabakato. He looked good in there, and he was working well with Apollo. I don't think we've seen him in a match. He's been in the company for a while. I feel like he was in that terrible underground fighting thing that Shane McMahon did for two weeks, and that got canceled really, really fast because it was just so terrible. Like, oh my god pretty sure he was there and uh yeah i mean not bad in the ring i mean it wasn't amazing jaw dropping but he's substantially better than almost so there's that now we have kiana james versus Gigi dolan kiana tells jensen to stay behind he is uh, really upset about this but she says no offense she just wants to do it on her own Gigi puts away james pretty easily with uh sto she is added to the women's ladder match Dawn and Fire attack Kiana after the match. Jensen runs down to her rescue. So there you go, Kiana. That's what you get for not having having people to back you up. Johnny finally makes it home to uh, to whoop Grayson Waller's ass. Candace and the baby and or sorry, Candace and baby wrestling get to see Daddy get whacked with a rake. I mean, straight up. That was that was ridiculous. That made me giggle. I'm gonna give that a thumbs up. And then Candace with the Academy-worthy acting going, No, please, stop. Go away. Oh, my God. It was absolutely horrendous. Uh, the heat turning up between Johnny and Grayson right here. They're adding in that that real element. Like, oh, you're at my home. This is my wife and my 
bleh, bleh. But yeah, I guess the 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 rivalry is heating up. I just I'm just so happy that Gargano is back in NXT. I want him to be there full time again. I hope this isn't just a detour like the New Day coming down for a little visit. Jar- Johnny Gargano belongs in NXT. Damn it. Now we got Kiana, Hen- Kiana and Henley will defend their title against Alba Fire and Dawn at Stand and Deliver. Will they be able to stop arguing long enough to hang on to their titles? I mean, honestly, I would prefer Alba and Dawn to have the, or uh, yeah, is that their name? Alba, Alba Fire and Dawn to have the title. Kiana and Henley, like, it was a fun little moment, but for me personally, it's not I'm, I'm not all that into it, so I would prefer for them to just move on, maybe get in their own little rivalry, and then maybe there's a possibility that Briggs and Brooks or Jensen, where the fuck those two are, maybe they break up as well, because, I don't know, they just haven't done that much with their tag team, it's, uh, I, I kind of like them as a tag team, but I don't know, maybe they're going to go for a split right here. Uh, Carmelo with Trick and Braun Breaker, they do their contract signing. Pretty Deadly arrived to host the contract signing because they just have to butt in and make themselves get in there. Braun and Carmelo want the best out of each other. Contracts are signed, but Pretty Deadly wants some drama, damn it. Shirts pop off and Pretty Deadly get put through the table because someone had to go through the table. That's just, that's the rule. An all right segment really just did need Pretty Deadly right there, but someone had to go through the table. Maybe uh, those two didn't want to, but Pretty Deadly go through it, so it was there. Uh, good NXT overall, though. I thought the wrestling was pretty darn good quality. Adding big matches to stand and deliver. Hyping it to be the biggest one in history? Uh, no, not not so much. I mean, the, there's been some really strong NXT rosters and some of the best pay-per-views I've ever seen. But uh, this one's looking it should be alright. And a pretty good NXT overall. Gonna give it a 7 out of 10. Oh boy, and AEW is back in Canada. They are in Winnipeg this week, and apparently uh, they are coming to Toronto Scotia Bank Arena for the Forbidden Door. I want to go to it. My wife and I want to go to it. We will see once tickets are available, but uh, we I we both really want to go to that because come on now, it's freaking Forbidden Door. So the show kicks off with the champion, MJF. He's escorted by some lovely ladies to the ring to celebrate his rebar mitzvah. Oh, alrighty then. Uh, they, they have the music, the, the lifting of the men on the chair, and all that great stuff. It's It looks like a really good time. Never been to a bar mitzvah myself. Jungle Boy interrupts the celebration, and then Sammy Guevara interrupts Jungle Boy, interrupting MJF, and oh god, we ain't done yet, and then Darby, with the ultimate interruption of interruptions, interrupts, you know what I'm saying, a whole bunch of interrupting. The young building blocks of AEW, all in the ring right here, I uh, I love that visual. Uh, they're all together, they take turns with the talking stick, also called a microphone, telling some life stories, really great stuff right here. MJF wants his cake, and he gets exactly what he wants, he gets tossed into the cake face first, he like, I don't know how, like he gets up from the cake, and I am shocked he is not covered in icing, and like he was fairly clean for how well he fell into the cake, but uh, well done, MJF is the king of everything, he makes it look great, but he's also not that dirty at the same time, hilarious. Anyway, uh, awesome segment right here. Each promo from the four young men, fantastic. Uh, Really great, especially Darby, man. I thought he was kind of the standout out of uh, everyone that wasn't MJF. Really, really good stuff. Double thumbs up for this opener. 
We got a trios match. It is the Blackpool Combat Club versus Evil Uno, the returning Stu Grayson. I I didn't even realize he left. My apologies. And Hangman Adam Page. Uh, Stu really excited to be back. He is an absolute house of fire until he eats a pile driver on the outside. Ouch. Yuda clocks Hangman with the ring bell. Dark Order hit the fatality. Really just awesome gory bomb cutter combo move. I love it. Freaking awesome. Thumbs up for that. Claudio hits the Swiss uppercut because they made a whole hoopla about it being called the European uppercut, but he's from Swiss, so it's the Swiss uppercut now, all right? On Stu Grayson, Moxley chokes him out for the W. Really good match right here. Uh, managing to keep Hangman out of the match the entire time. Really like that touch. And nice near falls all throughout. Fast pace, especially Stu Grayson. He was ridiculous out there. And yeah, nice returning performance for him. Nice to have him back in the fold, I guess. I didn't notice that he wasn't there. I'm kind of a douche. Seven and a half out of thing. The Fight Club beat down Hangman uh, more so after the bell, so that just continues onward. I am extremely exhausted of, of Moxley and Hangman. I would, I want Hangman to move on to something new, please. Uh, Jade Cardgill now fights Nicole Matthews for the TBS Championship. Nicole, a 17-year vet. She's popular on the indie scene. Yeah, it's great. It uh, doesn't matter, though. She's absolutely destroyed in under a minute. Kind of lame right here, but uh, 54 and 0 for Jade Cargill. I mean, whoop de doo. I mean, I don't know, maybe five of those 50 wins were against like legitimate opponents. Not saying that Nicole isn't, she's a 17 year vet, but the way that they build up her opponents, you know what I'm saying? Just another squash match here, so a thumbs down. Renee comes in for the interview and she gets bullied by the champ here cause because she's Canadian. I mean, whoa, man, you don't have to pick on people just because they're Canadian, eh? Natalia Valkyrie, a new free agent signing for AEW is here making her uh, first appearance. And I know her from Impact Wrestling. She was pretty darn good over there. Impact seems to be losing everybody at the moment. I haven't actually watched much Impact over the last month. And um, yeah, I just noticed a lot of their... Uh, some of the bigger names that they had are starting to leave the company, so retro. Anyway, Taya and the champion stare off. Layla attacks, but eats a... So Valkyrie does the jaded. It was uh, It's already her finisher, but um, it's also Jade's finisher, so uh, it kind of seems like she's stealing her own finisher and being uh, kind of a, a heel about it, but she's been using that finisher, I would imagine, before Jade did. But anyway, I like, I like that. And uh, it looks like a pretty decent opponent here for Jade to fight in the future. We'll see how that goes, but a really nice addition uh, getting Taya Valkyrie here on the AEW roster. We get a quick QT, this is tough to say for me, QTV segment, there you go. Uh, just didn't really hit with me, this segment. I didn't really like it. Hobbs basically just calls out Wardlow. I don't know. It wasn't that good. Kind of annoying. Moving on. It might be because I'm not watching, like, Dark and Elevation and stuff, where I think a majority of their stuff is. I just don't have the time to watch all of that stuff all the time. So, yeah, it just didn't hit for me personally. Now, we got Double J with Dutt and Singh the Giant versus Orange Cassidy for the International Championship. They're calling it now. I'm good with the name again. Uh, fan in the crowd with a shockingly good Shockmaster outfit. Earns a fist bump from Orange Cassidy and a thumbs up from me. Well done. I thought that was the Shockmaster for a second. <laughs> Fighty, uh, the fight going out into the crowd. Ref allowing this to become a temporary street fight for some reason. Double J using a sharpshooter. 
on orange orange does the same thing he applies a sharp sharpshooter on double j as is it's a canadian tradition man everyone's you got to do a sharpshooter when you're in, when you're in canadia thumbs up for that Brinsburg gets knocked the fuck out, so Aubrey comes down to save the day. Thumbs up for that. Aubrey is is the best. Lethal bonks Cassidy with the award. We get an ultra super mega close near fall right there. Best friends finally arrive to help. Orange on one knee now hits the punch for the W and retains his championship. Entertaining match. Honestly, just way, way too much gaga for my liking. There was like at least a solid six interference spots like it was oh my goodness multiple ref bumps i mean the gaga oh the gaga i understand i mean this rivalry's been going on for in my opinion too long and this is where it's leading this is where it's gotten to where they have to have an interference on top of the interference on top of the interference it really reminds me of like attitude era like levels of gaga and uh yeah i'm a little bit gassed out on it personally it was a fine match though now we got Ruby, Soraya, and Tony, the outcasts. They're cutting a promo, trash-talking the women's division, and then they start trash-talking the champion. My boo, Jamie Hayter, and then Britt and the champion. They run down. They start start brawling with the outcasts, but they're outnumbered. So Willow, Sky Blue, and Riho run down for the assistance, and a good promo here from the outcasts. I, I really like this. Yes, I like this. That's what I'm going to go with. We got Daddy Magic and Parker. They compliment the musical skills of the acclaimed, but warn them to respect the Jericho Appreciation Society. That was a uh, pretty entertaining promo. Not bad. Now we move on to the main event. It is the House of Black versus the Elite versus Jericho Appreciation Society in a trios tag team match for the trios tag team championships. We got an awesome homecoming ovation for Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho, both from Winnipeg. I think, well, they're definitely from Manitoba, at least. Anyway, awesome moment right here. That's a thumbs up. And Brody starts doing the Brody thing. He starts wrecking everybody. He's doing all the heavy lifting again. Uh, Jericho and Kenny have to, uh, they have to, like, work together slightly before they can start uh, fighting each other. And the second they they finally get to fight each other, they just break out into a hockey fight. Crowd erupts for that. So that was freaking awesome. Thumbs up for that. Brody King squashes Sammy and Danny Garcia with these just fucking brutal cannonballs. I mean, oh my god. So good. Bit of an awkward ending, though. House of Black hit uh, Dante's Inferno to retain their championships. Really good match. It was kind of awkward because, I don't know, it seemed like everyone was kind of looking around. It just wasn't that clean. Just kind of was a little bit noticeable. But still, the match was really good. Lots of high spots. Great, great tag team moves. And Jesus Christ. Brody King, man. MVP performance in this match again. On top of Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. They got the crowd very much so behind them. They were the crowd was loving those two. Uh, Winnipeg crowd, man. They just oh, they were eating it up. Well, well done from them. Uh, they're eating up anything Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega related. As was I. Match didn't flow as nicely throughout as I was hoping for, and the ending was a little bit clunky. But all in all, really, really good match. Seven and a half out of ten. We got a good dynamite this week. Opening segment was fantastic with the four pillars of AEW. Um, 
What are they going to do in the future with this, though? Like, which one of these guys are going to come out of it? Right now, I'd say Darby is leading the charge out of uh, the three of them in there, but everyone did really well. Jungle Boy looked really calm and did a good promo himself. And MJF, of course, losing his mind. He's fantastic. Darby was good, and I'm blanking on the other guy. Guevara. Yeah, eh, you know, I don't, yeah, he's probably the weakest one. But, yeah, I like that, I like that uh, segment right there. Hangman, though, I feel like he's kind of floating on the roster a little bit. I don't know if they had anything really in mind for him after Moxley or if they actually planned on it to continue between him and Moxley. I'm hoping not, but uh, I, I really want it to be over. Please and thank you. Anyway, it was a good good dynamite, good crowd. Seven out of ten. Now we move on. Let's do Let's do Rampage because it was in Winnipeg, so... I feel like that adds up. So let's go into Rampage. So pop 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 Powerhouse Hobbs versus Ray Phoenix for the TNT Championship to open it up. Hobbs catches Ray mid-air into a really nice power slam. That was just fucking clean. Hobbs nails the torture rack slam to retain the championship. Ray Phoenix working his ass off in this match, dude. Oh, my God. Whenever he would get tossed in the corner, just reckless abandonment, just throwing himself in there, and it was showing. He had these really, just this really nasty bruise on his back and a really nasty bruise on his neck. I mean, just whew, brutal. Great job from Ray Phoenix as usual. Hobbs was also a really impressive man. He was just throwing Phoenix around like a toy. It was, uh, yeah, it was a great opening match. 8 out of 10. And now we got the debuting Taya Valkyrie. Jesus, that is, I'm struggling with that name. Anyway, she is debuting uh, in her first match against Ava Lawless. Uh, I I don't know who Ava is anyway. Taya picks up her first Uh, Win in AEW with a jaded in quick order. Taya has used that finisher, like I said, for quite a while now. Uh, They got a really easy storyline right here. It's right there in front of them. Just have them fight over who gets to use the the jaded. I I didn't pick up what what Taya is calling her version of it. They're just calling it jaded. But uh, there you go. Easy storyline. Let them fight. And... um, yeah, have uh, Jade Cargill fight in a real match. Let her go, like, let's see what she could do in, like, 15 minutes. Let's see if she's got it in her. I don't think so, but... Moving on, we got a very funny training montage of Stokely Hathaway <laughs> training for his fight next week against Hook. It was pretty damn funny. Matt Hardy and Private Party were there. Like, yeah, that shit, that shit slapped. I liked it. Thumbs up for that. We got a tag team match. It is the Bollywood Boys. I have not seen them in a hot minute. I remember them quite vividly being the um, the lackeys for Jinder Mahal when he was the WWE champion and getting slammed viciously by Randy Orton on the regular on tables and stuff. So here they are being wrestlers. They didn't get to do a whole lot of that in the WWE, even though they are quite darn, they're pretty darn good, actually. So they are going up against Matt Menard and Angelo Parker of the JAS Quick and easy win for them. I mean, uh, for the Jericho Appreciation Society. It was a fine match. It was quite standard. Really nothing that eye-popping. Mostly uh, Matt Menard and Parker really in control for most of it. They don't have the most like eye-popping offense on the roster. But they're entertainers. You know what I'm saying? Good stuff. Not bad. Uh, they're really hyping up next week. Kenny Omega fighting... I'm going to struggle with this name, but Viking... Viking Co? Viking Co? I don't know. He is a indie wrestler. Apparently very, very popular. They're calling this a dream match, so I'm excited. If Kenny Omega wants to fight him, it's probably for a very good reason. They showed some highlights of this guy. He looks insane. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one next week. And now... It is time for our main event. We don't have any time for an interview, Mark Henry, so just say the thing and let's move on. 
So we got Brody King with Julia Hart versus Danny Garcia with Chris Jericho. Brody Brody playing uh, double duty this week. Hell yeah. Uh, Jericho bonks Brody on the head with a baseball bat. Danny locks in a choke and Brody passes out. Uh, shocking loss right here for Brody. He doesn't do a whole lot of that. He was chopping the bejesus out of Garcia throughout this match, man. Oh my god, those chops were vicious. And like everybody cracks a smile throughout the match. Whenever he lays in a chop, like Julia cracks a smile. Jericho's giggling. I mean, oh. and Brody, even at the beginning of the match... He looked like he was just having the time of his life. He just seems like he's happy to be back, smacking the shit out of people. It's fantastic. Poor Garcia. Really good job from him just taking a whooping. But he picks up a huge win. Thumbs up for that. Really solid match overall. And a fine rampage this week. Uh, Might have been the best match I've seen Powerhouse in so far. Uh, just a really good combo. I mean, Ray Phoenix can have a phenomenal match with a with a fucking broom, but uh, that was a really good match, man. And it was really nice to see Matt and Angelo wrestle in a match, even though it was um, nothing all that special, really. But it was nice to see them wrestle. They're fucking so entertaining, man. I mean, sorry, they're so entertaining. So uh, six and a half out of ten for Rampage right here. And we'll finish it off with SmackDown. They were in Kansas City, starting off with Cody Rhodes cutting a promo. He would like to talk to Kevin Owen. So Kevin Owen comes out, and then Cody brings out Sami Zayn. Ha! Got him. So they played the old uh, switcheroo there. He tricked tricked Kevin Owens to come out. I like that. That was funny. Thumbs up for that. That was good. Sammy tells Kevin Owens he's going to do whatever he needs to do to move on and try and put the water under the bridge, but Kevin Owens is unresponsive, and he would like to leave, please. Just, are we done here? Can I leave? And Cody's like, no way, man. He tries to hype up Kevin Owens, but it it just, it isn't working, man. It doesn't work. Uh, Sammy chases Kevin Owens out to his car, tells him they will always be friends, and uh, Kevin leaves in his really lovely dark green challenger right there. I don't think I've ever seen that that color of challenger. Really like that. If I was to get a challenger, uh, buddy, buddy of mine, his uncle has a, a deep, like a dark purple one. Really fucking nice. But that green, mm-hmm, very nice. I don't know if that's Kevin's actual vehicle, but it was nice. Anyway. Uh, nice car. And uh, yeah, the segment was good as well, by the way. Thumbs up for the segment. Kevin Owens, man. He continues to be un- unresponsive, unreceptive to, to uh, Sammy's pleas. But man, I feel it's coming, man. I feel like Kevin is going to crack any second right here. Really strong performance right here from Kevin Owen, or uh, Sammy Zayn. And Kevin, I guess. He was pretty good, but Sammy especially. Well done. And fucking... What is Cody Rhodes over here? Maury Provich or whatever the hell his name is? Like, Jesus. He's just acting like Maury. Now we've got a mixed tag team match. It is Dom, Mysterio, and Rhea Ripley versus Santos, Ex- Escobar, and Selena Vega. My my other boo. Don't don't tell my AEW boo, but Selena Vega. Yum, yum. Now we got Selena with a picture-perfect top rope hurricanrana on Dom Mysterio, but sadly she walks right into a riptide. Dom and Rhea win this match. Um, damn, Selena was fantastic. I... Oh, she's so good, so underrated. Wish I could see her wrestle more often. And a good mixed tag team match right here. I wish they would do more of these. This one was a delight. 7 out of 10, good stuff. Dom talks about his daddy issues as the video Tron shows Rey Mysterio arriving to the arena looking very disappointed. Dom complains about growing up as a rich kid yet again. Uh, talking about, I think this was the car thing again. Anyway, Rey Mysterio's choked up. He calls Dom his biggest regret ever. Oh, shit. That's real. Uh, says he's going to fight him at WrestleMania, but then 
He's just kidding. He's just kidding. What the fuck, though? He just walks away. You got everyone. The crowd was amped. Absolutely amped. Everyone wants this to happen. We want you two to fight. And then Ray was the one that initiated this. He's like, fine, we'll do it. And then no. So that was some baloney right there. I don't like that. I'm giving that a thumbs down. Give me what I want, damn it. Uh, a men's and a women's fatal four-way tag team match is announced for WrestleMania for the titles, I'm guessing. But uh, they're going to have a whole bunch of qualifier matches to be held over the next coming weeks leading up to WrestleMania to get the people in there. So they're going to have one of these right now. So it's Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus Emma and Tegan Knox. So this is just a mashup of a tag team right here. These two just as random as possible. Let's see how it goes. We get a power bomb and an and, a, and an oblivion. Holy jumping! Uh, Liv and Raquel win this match, and like I said, considering this is two teams kind of thrown together, I know they work together and they probably train and and all that stuff. But I was surprised. This was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. It it was a little bit clunky and spots, but kind of expected with the kind of thrown together nature of this. But not bad, not bad. Pretty good pace to it. I didn't hate it. We got Charlotte Flair, speaking of hate, ugh. Uh, she is here in her fucking neon yellow Tron outfit, I don't know what that is. Uh, she starts bragging about all of her accomplishments, accomplishments as she always does, uh, until Rhea Ripley shows up with Dom. Rhea, with a really good promo, she clocks Flair in the face and then just walks off. Flair says, oh, hell to the na nah. She jumps Rhea from behind. They have a pretty good brawl right here. Good tilt uh, all around the arena. They're trying to get freaking broken up. Management's tumbling all around. You got a uh, fucking, oh, man, who was out there? You got... Petey Williams was all over the place. Fucking um, uh, Gregory Helms, I think, was out there. It's the hurricane. And anyway, it was. It's a good time. Good segment right here. Not bad. Thumbs up. I'll give it a thumbs up. Now we got Xavier Woods versus L.A. Knight. Yeah, uh, backwoods and Xavier picks up a quick win right here. And aww. I'm disappointed by that. I'm a little bit disappointed. I wanted more, but um, yeah, at least I, I we got some of that. L.A. Knight gives Rey Mysterio a hard time backstage, says uh, he will fight Dom if he wants to. And poor Rey, man, he's just trying to sign some merchandise, and everyone's just giving him a hard time. He's getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. What the fuck? Freaking L.A. Knight, back off. And uh, we get the next announcement for the 2023 Hall of Fame. It will be the Great Muda. So, all right. I don't recall. I like. I know he's been in and around WWE. He's well before my time. I know the name. Um, but congratulations, that's awesome. It's nice to see someone else finally getting announced for induction. They should kind of speed this up, don't you think? Moving on, we got Sheamus. Sheamus, yep, there you go. Uh, versus Drew Drew McIntyre. So the winner here is going to face Gunther at WrestleMania for the Intercontinental Championship. So Imperium are out here to watch the match and to scare the shit out of the commentary. Drew and Sheamus having a war in the ring, man. Like a really just fucking awesome match right here but then imperium screwed up by attacking them the match is over gunther powerbombs sheamus onto drew and then leaves but not so fast adam pierce appears on screen and he announces it's going to be a triple threat match at wrestlemania uh, saw this coming by a mile but fuck yeah i want this it was i think it was just too hard to choose between drew and sheamus <clears throat> they both deserve it honestly i Personally, if, if I had to choose one, I would have chosen Sheamus, honestly. I just think he's fucking... They're both fantastic. But anyway, we all get what we want. We get a triple threat. This is awesome. And um, yeah, hell, hell yeah, I'm down... Oh, excuse me. I'm down with that. 
match here was hopefully a little preview. Even though, like, if we just got a finish out of this, this would have been, like, uh, 8, 8.5 out of 10. But even with the bullshit finish, this was a really good stiff-ass fight. 7.5 out of 10. Hopefully they didn't blow their load on this match, and, and it's going to be under... Like, they're not going to be able to, to get there at Mania. But I have some good confidence in Sheamus and Drew. Like, this should be a treat. This should be... I don't know if I would put it as a show-stealer, but it should be damn good. I'm hoping, man. Really hoping. 7.5 out of 10 for this match. Now we got... Jay and Jay Uso and Sami Zayn, they have their face-to-face -face in the ring. So Jay says he's never liked Sami Zayn, even though for a second there he kind of did like him. And he calls him a fake-ass Uso. Oh, snap. No, now Yadon did it. A brawl breaks out. Jimmy comes out to help his brother. Sami is outnumbered. Who's going to help him? Will it be Cody? No, it's not going to be Cody. It's... Kevin Owens, baby. Oh, fuck yeah. He runs down to save Sami Zayn. Usos run out. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn stare at each other. At each other. Crowd is just screaming for them to hug it out, baby. Have the Mori moment. Hug it out. And they do it. And the fucking second they hug it out, man, the crowd erupts. Oh, my God. That was phenomenal. I love that. Double thumbs up for the hug. Friends again, baby. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And then it shows Cody freaking Mori over here looking on like a proud father. Like he, he con conducted all of this. Is he up to something? I don't know if he's like undercover kind of up to something. Some shenanigans underneath. But regardless, I'm happy. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn back together. Let's fucking do this, boys. Let's take down the bloodline. Let's do it. That was awesome great segment right here i'll give it just an overall double thumbs up for the whole entire segment awesome and a really good smackdown this week fuck yeah it's not i don't get a whole lot of really good smackdowns and it hurts me because i grew up on smackdown so you know smackdown's always kind of been deemed the b show but hey there were some times there that smackdown was whooping some ass but a uh, really good show right here more selena vega please more mixed tag team matches that was awesome that was really good use selena more damn it and more sheamus versus is Drew McIntyre. Use those guys all the time. Like, well, they kind of have been. They've been using them pretty damn well. But anyway, two fatal four-way matches added to WrestleMania in a tag team variety. So it'd be nice if there was a ladder added to that. I mean, you can, ne you can never have too many ladder matches. Anyway, that's good. So they added that, plus the Intercontinental Championship triple threat match. That, I mean, on paper, that sounds phenomenal. I'm going to try and temper my expectations i'm hoping for at least a good match at least minimum good match but could be a banger well i don't want to say that but it could very well be a bangage seven and a half out of ten for smackdown this week really good stuff i thought let's move on now to everybody's favorite segment of the week again phone calls emails personal threats coming to the door bombs coming to my door i had my tires slashed because i didn't give the proper awardage to the people that wanted it most last week i mean john moxley were kind of best buds because i keep giving him three star awards but he earns them so let's go let's give out one shout out this week uh it's kind of a kind of a smaller three stars this week so one shout out i got a shout out dom mysterio and rhea ripley versus selena and santos escobar in that mixed tag team match man that just tickled my pickle in a way that i want some more of that shit immediately more of that on smackdown i thought they did a damn good job more selena vega one of the most underrated uh wrestlers i would say in all of wrestling i'm gonna say that she is unbelievable so good she can fight with men she's tiny she's cute i love her and yes more of that please so shout out for that good stuff and let's go into the official three stars of the week so third star this week goes to 
Oh, this is tough. This one's tough. I really have... Uh, I have the first star, but third and second star is tough. I'm going to give the third star to Blackpool versus Dark Order on uh, Dynamite. That was uh, really... It was a good match. I liked the idea that they didn't use Hangman in there. I thought that was neat. Really nice to see... Uh, yeah, that guy that came back. Whatever. It was nice to see that dude, uh, Stu. Stu something. Stu. Nice to see you back, Stu Grayson. He was a house of fire. Really good performance from him. I really want to see more of Evil Uno and stuff. It kind of looks like we're starting to have a come out party for those guys. Hangman's had his chances over and over and over again. And like, yeah, he's good, but I'm burned out on it. Let's move on. Hangman, please. How many? I don't know how many times I have to say it. Let's move on, please. But good enough for the third star. Probably would have gave you second star if Hangman just wasn't involved in it. I don't hate Hangman. I'm just tired of him a little bit second star is going to go to the elite versus jericho appreciation society versus the house of black on dynamite it was a very good match i kind of wanted it to be a little bit more but maybe they're just ramping up to it there's this could be something that they're they could take to uh you know no rules this may be a ladder i'm gonna say the ladder word again but yeah i can see this going on for for longer this is um really top quality trio uh competitors right here i mean jericho appreciation society they got it all they got the entertainment plus they're really talented in the ring the elite come on now i mean fucking kenny omega and the bucks let's go and then of course my love affair with brody king i can watch that guy and he's so freaking good and let's go to the first star of the week it is going to Papa powerhouse baby and ray phoenix for their match for the tnt championship on rampage that shit was great and i said it on that uh review there i think that might have been the best match i saw at a powerhouse he's pretty darn good but that was just like a next level and that's what you're looking for he just became the champion now you're looking for him to take the ball and run with it and so far so good hell of a Hell of a choice of a competitor to have him in his first... I believe that was his first title match, but fuck yeah. I really like the the chemistry between Ray and Powerhouse. I mean, the big guy and the the extremely, outrageously athletic, uh, impressive uh, Ray Phoenix. I mean, I love that kind of stuff. That's the stuff I grew up on. Ray Mysterio versus any big man, big show, fuck, you know, any of that stuff. I love that stuff say stuff again why not stuff anyway that is good enough for the first star this week well done powerhouse papa you really good job i like that and that is the show this week everybody let me know if uh how you like the wrestling this week what was your favorite match am i are is someone going to attack my mailbox because i didn't give out the proper stars this week let me know if you want to let me know you can follow me on twitter link is down below you can also watch me on youtube if you want to i'm playing through detroit become human uh double uploads on saturday which is today Day, the day I'm uploading this so if you want to go over there link is down below for that as well and the other thing what's the other thing it's the weekend everybody <gasps> enjoy the weekend oh buddy so tonight we got the UFC uh Usman versus Leon Edwards round three baby let's see how it goes um I mean Leon with one of the craziest comebacks I've ever seen so looking forward to that pay-per-view tonight got a hockey game literally starting right now so I better wrap this the fuck up I got I got 701 right now so we got about mm, 10 minutes or so for us to well no it is Saturday so about 15 minutes before puck drops we're we're okay all right everybody so we're gonna wrap it up here because like i just said hockey game so enjoy your weekend everybody you made it through another week congratulations if you enjoyed the show you want to be a part of the show drop a question for the show if you have one about wrestling video games hockey personal question anything like that throw an email twitter 
anything like that, get in contact with me. I will see it. I'll interact with you. I'll be your friend. I'm just kidding. Um, but no, seriously, if you want to leave a question, I will answer it live on the show if it's appropriate and everything. If you just want to have a co- private conversation, just say so, and that will be just dandy. I would love that. So thanks, everybody. Thank you so much. We'll be back again on Monday. going to be doing a gamer uh episode the gx gamer cast will be an episode on neon white gonna be doing a review on that uh turns out i had more to say about that game it was enough to fill up an episode on it i planned on doing more than one game but neon white deserves an episode so i'm gonna do an episode on it on monday so you can look forward to that enjoy the rest of your weekend everybody and i am off to go watch the leafs play the senators in the battle of ontario <laughs> ufc tonight who's gonna get head kicked the hardest